Backdoor Cut! Yeah. Back for another week. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo. Here, as always, with the returned from his American holiday, Jake Eisenberg. We're back. Oh, I returned with big news, mind you. Oh, I'll let, yeah. I'll let you go. Oh, yeah. Um, for whatever reason, um, my partner has agreed to a lifetime contract extension <laughs> um, with myself. So, um, yeah, I've got a backdoor cut wedding to, uh, in the next, fuck, who knows. Amazing. That's yeah. so good. Did, did you break the ring out in the tea garden? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't go for a, a TD garden uh, proposal. It wasn't, on, it wasn't on the kiss cam? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he had it there ready. He, yeah. <laughs> Man, no, lucky, lucky didn't get back to me, so I had to, had to change plans. Damn. But, um. Uh, but uh, no, it was a good trip. The pilgrimage to TD Garden, as I mentioned last week, has been paying dividends for the most part uh, so far. Keep it going. And with us, back. as always, is red cap wearing Matt Beatty. <laughs> That's the best I got today, mate. <laughs> That's that is uh, that is. I'll, I'll cop that. It's He's not, wearing a red hat. It's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh. It's tricky. How are you, Josh? Are you okay, like mate? That was yeah. You know? Well, as you can probably tell, I'm rusty. I, I was off last week. I had a yeah. few weeks off while Jake was away. The flu got you. You've been you've yeah. been in the wars, oh, mate. Oh my lord! I got struck down like I've never <laughs> been struck down before. And honestly, like I really wasn't expecting the brutality that came with this flu. And holy moly, was it brutal! Like you know, like when you're so sick, you can't even open your eyes like the whole day just disappears nothing happens it's like that for a couple of days is brutal but i'm back man I'm back. rough and along goes your health goes your intros yeah apparently yeah yeah oh, that's, that's right. right i'm working my way we'll back. get him back next ba- week baby baby red hot. <laughs> but why don't we kick straight into something we missed last week while i was away not yeah. through the fault of anyone. Uh, so the, you, are, you are the champion of, of this Jesus. segment. So. <laughs> we well, were just... it is a, it's our favorite and only segment. I know. You'd, the... you'd think we could have pulled it off, but we're just absolutely <laughs> rudderless without you. Even with the pre-show discussion about getting it done. Anyway. Well, let's, let's kick straight in. The rose gold moment of the week. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tear into this and yeah. let you guys know that it must be awarded to the NBL as a whole and, you know, the King- Sydney Kings for taking it out. Mm. What an awesome playoffs. Like the story of the Tasmania Jack Jumpers making it all the way to the grand final series in their first ever year, the first mm. year they've existed. Um, Sydney Kings, first title since 2005. They set a, a playoffs record for attendance in the closeout game. And all Which, three of us contributed to that number, didn't we? Yeah, all three of us were at the game. Beatty and I went to game one as well. Yeah. Um, it's just an awesome time. Like the atmosphere in these NBL games, like even earlier in the season, but come playoff time, it was real. Like oh. it was as good an atmosphere as you'll find in sport in Australia. Dude, I was like, I've been to the TD Garden and the Barclays Center and give me the Sydney Kings ranked second in that group. Like, no question That's about awesome. it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It was – I was so impressed. I haven't been to – I honestly don't think I've been to an NBL game since that 04, 05 range when I was, like, <laughs> 10 or 11. And, yeah, it was awesome. Credit to the Kings in-arena announcer 
I was saying to my friend Angus during the game, like, he's unreal. He's just, like, so good at G'ing everyone up. Oh, I could have used, like, 12% less. (laughs) I could have used, like, 12% less from him, but... I loved nah, it. Kid. I loved it. Uh, it's it's a, you got to strike a fine balance between yeah. the 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 boomer Lakers esque yeah. like barely <laughs> seems <laughs> barely sounds like he's awake <laughs> versus like the too over the top like yeah. I'm right in your face and ears and I'm letting you know about it, guy. So it's yeah. it's a it must be a difficult job for sure. Oh sure, there is like there is a there is a game happening. Like we know when to cheer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I get it. I get it. It's more good than bad, for sure. Um, and just a good um, game. It was a great game. Oh, like, man. Tight, uh, at least to yeah. the end. No, it, it, it was tight all game. And I mean, I got absolutely screwed on my jumpers plus, plus eight. They were up all game. <laughs> and then they lost by nine turnovers, missed free throws, couldn't buy a point in the past, in the last three minutes of the game. Yeah, Josh um, Adams was really forcing the issue, but you know uh-huh. he had to. He, he had, to had no choice yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was the only reason they were in it, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They went as he went. He's a bucket, though. Jeez, he, he was coming yeah. off Certified streams. Bucket. Yeah, he hit this one fadeaway. Beatty got off his seat. He, he was like, "Oh, hot damn!" <laughs> like, it was, it was good. Oh, you know, it was red hot then. If Beatty's <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rose gold moment of the week has to be the NBL for putting up a legitimate fight to NBA playoff arena yeah. atmospheres. And that Which is a win. That's better than rose gold. That's actually, there is no better than rose gold. No. The league is just in a good spot. Hey, like it's, mm. it's, yeah. it's, I think when you look at the landscape of other sports in Australia, like the A-League's in a weird spot at the moment. I think rugby is, is, is in a really weird oh, spot as see well. See you later. I think the NBL is is having a little moment in the sun in the last mm-hmm. few years, and they've been building they can build right. on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, I would not uh, at all be surprised if next year is even bigger again. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think I, I think that the, again, the next star program is important if they can keep getting sort of higher profile players coming over to do a year over here. That's always going to be important, and then yeah, expansion is always on the cards as well. Like I think some of the chat already after more teams. After, after the success of Tassie has been like, well, let's go back to Canberra. Let's let's try and yeah. find wow. a, okay. a, it, it. It all depends on arenas and obviously yeah. getting investors to be interested in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another interesting wrinkle with it where, like, I think right now the NBL owns the Tassie team. Like, they own the okay. license. But, like, obviously if they can prove that it's good and successful, then you want to sell that off and, and have private ownership. And we've seen NBA guys come in and, and buy in, in other NBA, uh, NBL teams. So I, I think that it's, it's, it's kind of just, it's growing in a, a weird way. I don't think it's normal for pro sports to kind of grow like this, but in, no. at least in, a, in an Australian context. So yeah. it, it is interesting to see how, for how sure. it plays and- out. One of my friends from work, she was down in Tassie while the Jack, like while the finals were happening, and she was saying that for game three, they had, and for the, and game two, they had Jack Jack Jumpers Day, and like kids were wearing, like the colors, everybody was wearing jerseys and stuff. Not everybody, obviously, but the city really got around it. Yeah, like they yeah, made yeah. A, a real effort. And I wonder if there's something to like they don't have. There's no, there's no other pro team in Tassie, right? There's no only, AFL team. Only there's only a cricket, cricket team. There's yeah. cricket team. But yeah, and so. I think yeah, can, like choosing team, choosing towns and cities that don't have anything else. Yeah, maybe there, there's something to that. Um, like even I was in Tassie in January, and I was just talking to this bloke working at a bar, and he was like, "Yeah, I was at the Jumpers last night. There's like eight thousand people there. It was sick." Um, 
people, I don't know, it's, it's like it's a thing to do. You go, like, yeah, yeah. So maybe there's something to that, but it's it's huge. Love to see and it. like the atmosphere in those, we'll call them smaller gyms. Yeah, I mean, like the jumpers arena is dwarfs the king dome. Yeah, like, oh yeah, the atmosphere in there is intense. Like there's only so that. many people. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and yeah. then everybody gets to be close to the court. Like yeah. you can really get familiar with the players. Yeah, like Josh Adams were hitting these buckets, and people were exploding. Yeah. Like <laughs> they've never yeah. seen anything like that. It's 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 one of the best things about basketball from a mm-hmm. from a like an attendance point of view you literally can't get closer in yep. any other sport like 100 that, that is and i think that is such a, a unique sell point for basketball as a yep. sport i think that the, the the more that the nbl can try and, and push that and encourage that we will continue to see like big bumper crowds obviously grand final you'd hope that you're going to get big crowds but for sydney like it's it's a it's the toughest market in the country for sports, yeah, and like we had what sixteen thousand on a yeah. Wednesday night. Like you yeah. don't get you don't get that to NRL games. Bush. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's and it's such an accessible game. Like you know the yeah. the, the average fan. It, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of scoring. It's just a, it's a fun game. You can bring the family. To, like so many kids were there getting involved. There was these kids in front of us, and they were you know. I, I don't know what their background was, but they were definitely ethnic. Yeah. And the guy from Gogglebox, oh, yeah. <laughs> that ethnic family, he was there. And these kids were so excited that that guy was at the game. They were, like, <laughs> grabbing their, tad, their dad's uh, shoulder, like, oh, good, can we go, like, get a photo with him? He's like, go, go, get a photo. And the guy was so friendly. And, like, the atmosphere in there is just amazing. Everyone's having the best time, honestly. Love it. Man. I would, would would love nothing more than the NBL to, to keep growing. Yeah, I think yeah. it will. The next step is wages, getting them in, well, at least someone getting in line with at least a European level mm. good player wage, lure them away from there and that's it, we're on. Yeah, I guess it's like chicken or egg, right? We need we need more people to go to the games to create more money. and It's happening. All that kind it's of happening. stuff. And it's getting there. It's, it is. I, like this year... Eyeballs. This year was the first year that they actually had a, a TV deal that generated money for the league. So that I, I, okay. the, the wheels are in motion. So that that is, I, I think, and that's where expansion again will continue to, to be super important. So it's it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I hope that it continues on this trajectory because it's 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 exciting to be a part of it at the moment. Yeah. 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 How good? Well, what that's probably the best rose goal we've had all season. Loved it. How good. But, Moving in, away from our Australian celebration of hoops, it is the conference finals in the NBA, and we are right Mm. in the thick of it. Mm. Uh, Today, we had Warriors versus Dallas, Game 3. We had Game 3 of Boston versus Miami yesterday. We might as well start with... Did we? Try that one again. Where where would you like to start, Jake? (laughs) Let's let's save that. Let's save that. (laughs) You, you guys can walk me off the ledge a little later. Yeah. Uh, no, let's 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 because we had Warriors Mavs today. Yeah, effectively ending the series. Yeah, C- it's... kind of a bummer. Obviously, we you know, we want more series to go to to be extended, but the Warriors are just on a playing a different level. I felt like this series outside of the first half of Game Two. Um, yeah, yeah, I I missed on this one coming out of. Round two, I felt like the Mavs were a team of destiny all of a sudden. 
knocking off the team of the number one seed in the Suns, just Luca laughing in their face as he drops 35. Warriors lost by fucking 50 to the to the Grizzlies without Jar not a week earlier. Um, and now it feels like it's 2015 again. Yeah, I've, there's definitely... You've been on this, Josh. Yeah. Well, first half of the season, when they had close to yep. their full team, minus Clay, they were unstoppable. We were gushing and we were like, how is anyone meant to touch this team? They're just ripping through anything in their path. Like, yep. they're sleepwalking. Some games, like that game where they lost to Memphis, they just switch off and, then like, it's just yeah. gone. And then the next game they switch back on and it's like, how is that even the same team? But they're locked in now. They're definitely switched on. They have their actual full team back, and it's looking pretty unreal. Beatty, you, you ran out of teams. <laughs> I, I have run. I've, I'm officially out of teams. I, I, think, I mean, I've still got one game here. I mean, <laughs> we were talking before we, we started recording. Yeah. I, we've never seen a team come back from from three and zero, right? 146 a name. There, there we go. What, what better, what better way than Luca Magic? <laughs> He's just set it up perfectly. Fuck, wouldn't that be I, something? I can imagine the memes and the, the like, the death stares and the little like oh. flexes after an end one that will come. The, the, we saw it in the Phoenix series as we sort of touched on, and like, I mean, obviously, I'm being incredibly optimistic here, and I, I don't optimistic. think it's gonna happen, but, but, um, yeah, delusional. I, I, yeah, probably. But uh, I uh, like it, it's just a bummer. I, I would have yeah. hoped that they could have held on in that game too, and then yeah, um, we would have been in a, a much more a better series, right? Like this, this could be a sweep now, and, and that's hopefully they can maybe eat this one out and at least force a game five. But it'll uh, it'll be an interesting off season going forward for Dallas and, and how they want to try and retool to, to hopefully go a little bit further next year. I think they're like all the makings of a good team. Obviously, they just took down Phoenix. All the makings are there. There's like a few clear flaws that the Warriors are exposing massively. Mm. And outside of that, it's like, for example, Luca is still getting his. He's given it to the Warriors every game. Oh, yeah. He- with, with the right pieces and filling these little flaws and gaps in the roster, maybe they can have another crack and they'll be much more successful. But the, the flaws that they've got now, like we were saying in our chat yesterday, yesterday, maybe, that their, their clear lack of a rim protector, their lack of presence in the paint is just, the Warriors had, I think, 60-something points in the paint. Yeah, that in game, game yes. two. Like they 62 just or something. Waltz through every time they yeah. wanted to get to the paint. Like one player could have made a, such a difference there that the whole series could be a different story. Yeah. On one hand, I, I, I see all the heliocentric Harden Rockets comparisons. Obviously, Luca has the ability to rise to the occasion. Yeah, he's James better Harden. than James Harden. Yeah, I, don't, I actually think it's career-wise, obviously Harden still hasn't beat, but I, it's pretty fair to say that Luca's already had like all could his top five playoff games are better than all of Harden's top five playoff games. Like, uh, we could sit here arguing that for a while, but you're, I, you're 100% yeah. no, I, I right. I don't even I, I, I totally I, I, agree. I totally I, agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of Harden's – there were people saying was Harden's best game playoff game ever that game 
uh, four in the Philly series. He had like 31, whereas Luca just averaged 33 for the playoffs. Yeah, so it's like, is was it the heliocentric thing of problems? I need to change how they play, or were they playing David Bertans at the five? Was a Latvian laser not the guy that hasn't impacted winning in a positive way since like 2019? Was was him playing center against the buzzsaw of Steph Curry and the Warriors the problem? That's yeah, but who else are they the going to put there right now? Well, not right now, but as you, I'm, I'm just saying, like going yeah, forward. Yeah, it's, it's like, where do you fall on? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is it, I, is it like? That it's, it's, it's definitely that. I, I don't think the heliocentric thing is, and it like teams of one playing like that style. It's not. Uh, it's, not it's not. It's not the 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 be or really. your way. Oh, I mean, LeBron. Outside is of LeBron. Outside example. of LeBron. And I, LeBron. I, I think Luca is pretty similar. The talent oh, come to, on. to do that, man. I absolutely do. I think he is easily, man. Easily. Come on. Definitely. Come on. I, like, I'm not I, calling him LeBron. But no, he's you, not LeBron. He's watch... a different game. But like, it's it's still very similar though. There's definitely enough like. One of those Dallas games against Phoenix, and then watch one of LeBron's early career Cavs games versus the Magic. No, for I, example. Don't, I don't think it's yeah. early career Bron. I think it's more like Cavs. Sec, second Cavs run Bron. Like, yeah, because obviously that was the way that slower. the team, yeah, a lot slower. The the, the thing that Luca does, which like I Luka. think he does it better, man. Like his his post up is just yeah. Like I don't, I I still think that's a part of LeBron's game that he can tap into more, even at his advanced age now. Mm. Not to get super sidetracked, but like that's. I, whereas I that's, think Luke has got Luke. Luke has got that now at his age. Like that's mm. he's already got that. Like the thing. The thing with Luca is like obviously he can get caught on defense. It, it, you can go at him. You can try and target him in in certain ways in the pick and roll. But like outside of that, like it's offensively he can he can do it all. So it's 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 just more like yeah, what pieces do you want to put around him, and and how do you manage your cap going forward to try and ensure that you're getting bang for your buck with the guys that you're bringing in well at one they got Jalen Brunson's a free agent this year I think yeah me they and Bailey would dive into that before you hopped on like they fucked that one up by not offering him the 55 million before oh, the man. season started they, they um, got to find a way to hang on to this guy because he's the perfect compliment to Luca from a guard position you just like, have to keep him otherwise you end up with um like a Kyrie leaving the Celtic situation where you're just losing a guy for nothing and the Mavs are in a cap situation where they don't have any cap space, even if he does leave because he's getting paid like 2 million bucks mm. but frees up no space. If you lose him with no way to replace that value or that that um, production, you're that's that's bad. So they use, use overpay you, as you hope that um, Cuban yeah. didn't lose too much money on NFTs. Yeah, <laughs> overpay and... <laughs> Hope that there's still room to get a big man in there. Ah, uh, look, they, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think by and large, we, we've tried to, we've scrolled very far down very, the very, free very agency far, lists yeah. for for this upcoming free agency, and there's not really any names that kind of tickle the fancy. So it's no, I, I, I don't know what the move is. Maybe it's a trade, or maybe they just try and run it back and and hope that there's enough growth within the team. But like it's. It's, I, it's, yeah, I, I don't know what they can do in this, at least in this next offseason, to try and address it too much. As our former jazz expert, is there a Rudy Gobert trade here? I, I think people would talk about it for sure. It's, it's just, you know, having a, a good look at the rosters and having a good look at the cap situations and, and I, I suppose the desires of both teams and where they want to head before you, you really have to 
sort of nut out potential trades and, and what that might look like. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I think g- given the way that the Jazz's season has, has panned out, I think there is desire for change there. So from oh, their yeah. from their end at least, I think they're going to be open to just about anything. I would be surprised and, if Gobert is there to start the season. The problem is both of these teams want the same thing, yeah. more defense. And so it's yeah. like, okay, we'll trade you the big, the interior, and you give back your perimeter. Yeah. It's like, well, then, then now the Mavs are just yeah. a better Utah. Yeah. You're just, you're just swapping. Just, yeah. It's it's like you you really, I mean, Finney Smith and, and Bullock are super important for this team. Yeah. So like you don't really want to lose either of those guys. But yeah, any so sort of trading. any sort of trades, you're probably going to have to lose one of them. So it's it's very, it's it's kind of what do you do at that point? You, I, I think you're almost as good just to run it back and, and hope that you can just go a little bit better next year. Mate, the 26th pick in the draft. Me and Beatty were talking about it. It's the spot. Robert Williams around there. Gobert. There's there's some big men that you can. So some, like exactly, yeah. Th- th- well, but this this is this is an example of like you got an. Like if you nailed that pick, like that could be so huge. Maybe take, you... like Rob Williams took, you know, a little while to bring him I along. Know. I yeah. know, of course, of course. And so to go bear. So yeah, to go bear. exactly. Like I feel and like I mean, they need they need a big man to, today, not in a couple of years. I know, I know, but it's like we were talking about Drummond and um, Deadman and maybe yeah. like yeah. if you, Zubach, but like why would the Clippers yeah. not keep the like the guy the, the cheap guys that are good? Like why would the teams that currently have them let them go? It's like okay, Montrez Harrell, no fuck, he he's not gonna he doesn't play defense. Ibaka's washed. Nurkic maybe, but again he's yeah. not he, he's not a guy that's gonna win at the highest level. And you look at all the big men in the playoffs right now. The Looney's the only budget big man. Bam. He's probably the best one. Well, no, he's well, not the best one, but like he's, like, he's playing yeah. bloody good. Oh, he's playing incredible. But like, yeah, yeah. Bam, Aiton, Horford, Robert Williams, Lopez is another budget one. But like yeah. Embiid, um, you know, Gobert, obviously Jokic, even Cedar Adams, Jaron Jackson, these guys. Every, it, it's in theory, it's like yeah, just just go get a, a cheap big man that's good. But then you start fucking doing it. It's maybe it's a little trickier <laughs> than, than we thought. I don't know. So there, there, there's there's players out there you know like there's the clint capellas of the world that are always available with the right deal yeah but is, just gotta is find that it. the answer well we don't know like, the it's hawks have got to be better than this though because no like, I, I don't I think don't so i don't, I don't I, know. why has it got to be better than this you're yeah, in the like, Western conference finals 68 points in the paint you're playing arguably the best team in basketball history Period. Yeah. Like, like I don't think there's too much <laughs> shame in in lo- like obviously you know KD is a couple of years removed from this team, but like, oh, but come like on. yeah, this this Warriors is a juggernaut. Like, so it's yeah. it's it's at the same time though, I, I totally appreciate where you're coming from in in that I think the window is now, and you want to mm. try and act as soon as possible because I mean Luca has demonstrated that he is good enough now, and it's just what what pieces can we get around him to help him and, and give him what he needs because that yeah. is that's going to be the that's the challenge for that front office now and but at the same time you know you you you, wrote, you just rotate pal out and you bring in two more big guys hope one of them works and you make another run like yeah and that's fine they're going they're going to be good enough to to be a contender um there i don't know there is a little did they get lucky kind of you know the utah matchup was pretty juicy and then phoenix you, I obviously thought was a terrible 
luck, you know, matchup because they're I, the best team in the league. But then Chris Paul fell apart. I, I don't think they got lucky. I think they're genuinely that good. It's it's just yeah. more that the Warriors are again, you know, they're better again. So it's and like it's it's yeah. Like we're we're making all these comments like ah oh, blah blah blah. They need a the big man, yada yada. But like, say Warriors do get through this series as expected, and then they come up against either Boston or Miami, they might just steamroll them too. And then we look at the Dallas Mavericks in another light and we're like, well, maybe they weren't so bad and Warriors are just untouchable. Yeah, Yeah. I guess that's very possible. Um, And yeah, in that case, just run it back. Yeah, just run it back. Just run it back. Wait for Steph to get even older. I didn't even realize he was 34. I thought he was 32. This dude, I I mean... He was coming off the bench, right, to start the playoffs. Yeah. He was coming off that injury, and you're yeah. thinking, oh, "Okay, maybe, maybe it's one of those years where Steph doesn't quite get back to full health." And he he's been, I feel, relatively consistent through the playoffs, but not. He hasn't been peak. his best ever. But then, thirty-one, eleven, and five today, and twenty-eight, eight, and six on forty-nine, forty-eight. Yeah. Splits in this series, it's like, oh, okay, just pick Steph. No worries. Pick Steph, yeah. Like, okay, if you're going to do that, then good luck. I mean, yeah. if, if Chris Paul is the model, he's still got, what, another Three four or five yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless hey, Steph to... breaks down, he's got as many years as he wants to play. Oh, yeah, and like, and Steph, you know, he can be a bench He he could be a bench player. Just chuck him out there 15, 20 minutes, just spotting up from 42 feet. <laughs> be a hell of a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for old Steph to, like, with the Warriors, just, like, running around, doing stuff. Well, he is old Steph. Old Steph might be, like, much the same. We, we, we always, it always feels like it's going to last forever when, when this is happening. But I, I definitely knew for sure that, like, the, the 2016 vibes were back when Draymond hit a three the other day. Yeah. And, like, Clay and Steph were just going ballistic. It, it's, oh yeah, the vibes and he's on the verge. As good as they could possibly be right now, and he's the, even the Wiggins is just. Oh, I was going to say we got to do Wiggins Jordan at some Paul. point. Oh my! The Wiggins Lord. redemption arc. Redemption arc. Yeah. He's amazing, <laughs> dude. And like you know, there was a lot of was this the worst all star of all time, Andrew Wiggins, um, which still not sure that's incorrect. But twenty seven and ten to put your team up three zero while guarding one of the best offensive players in yeah. the league detonated on his face when the, and the refs tried to stop the dunk. Uh, thankfully, it was cooler heads prevailed and that dunk will now live on um, as it should. Um, but I vividly remember saying on this podcast that at, with the, when the, the the Wolves trade happened and D'Lo D-Lo. got moved and Wiggins was a mess early on at some point and I was like, at least D'Lo has one NBA skill. At least he can score. <laughs> <laughs> What an idiot. The dumbass. No, the Timberwolves are the dumbass. They, they, oh, they no. made the trade. But <coughs> Wiggins has been playing the best defense he's ever played in his life. Like, I don't understand how you're meant to score on this guy <laughs> that like can jump well, and move like he can. Luca still had 40, but yeah. He do- yeah, but imagine what Luca would have no, done no, 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 no. to, you know, Defender X. Yes. Like, it's, he, it's a worry. He does drop 40 on pretty much everybody. It's yeah. not much you can do about it. Um, but yeah, that that de- 
redemption arc is don't see that very often. And like so. Jordan Poole is we were calling him we were joking at the start of the season, hey, this guy's like a little bit like Steph. He's like Steph Light. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Oh man. Mate, he's pretty Steph Light. Like he's popping off from he, wherever he wants, playmaking, like he's yeah. he, it's crazy how similar they look. Man, yeah, he had both the 30-foot dagger today and then also, like, the actual nail in the coffin. You're going yeah. home. I'm kissing, blowing kisses to the fans with 54 seconds left as your season ends. It's like, damn, this guy's 22. Moody's been playing <laughs> in this series, getting some defense in, doing some hustle plays, doing stuff. Kaminga. Yeah. Looks cool sometimes. <laughs> really didn't go athletic. well at times, yeah. <laughs> but like, and then Wiseman, we have no idea. But there are these four young guys that, if you were a lottery, like if you were a lottery team, you'd be like, look at these guys. Yeah. Look at our team. Yeah. And they but also you've have also got <clears throat> Clay and Steph. You're also in the fucking Brandon. finals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's pretty and insane. Clay looks great. Clay looks uh, really good. I got. I, I feel like depending on the half, like. First half Clay was bad, and the second half Clay was unstoppable. Clay, Clay was always somewhat like that, though. Like he was never flamethrower from go to woe. He was someone that you know he gets hot, and when he gets hot, no one gets hotter. Yeah. But like, it comes it's, in waves. It's true. I, I I think when you lose a player when they get injured for so long, you you tend to romanticize. Their, it's yeah. Like, I, I just you only remember the makes. You don't remember the, the, any misses, and so yeah. I I just remember because I looked at his numbers. He's like shooting thirty nine percent from three in the playoffs. Like, yeah, that's all. All perfect. his analytics. I've had a look versus every other one of his seasons, yeah. every other one of his playoffs, and it is like right in line with, mm-hmm. you know, really good clay. Maybe not yeah. his best season ever, but sure. like definitely not his worst. He's right in the middle of I mean, championship yeah. clay. I mean, and you can't expect much more from a two thousand player. That. I yeah. was I, honestly, I was worried Clay would come back, so was I. and we would all be like, "Oh God, it took his athleticism, and he can't well, takes shoot a while. quite the same, and all that." But no, he, he looks, he looks great. He and looks he'll be like better Clay. next year. I have no doubt. Like, yeah, after a full off season, you yeah, know. of actually shooting as opposed to rehabbing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this would be kind of a big deal if Steph gets his fourth ring. No, kind of a little. big deal. It'd be a very, very big deal. Tied with your boy LeBron, baby. Yeah, no, he's, little, um, he's a good player, man. I don't. What do you want from me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I said earlier, he's, he's, he's on the best team in basketball. Like it's, yeah. it's, and they've been doing it for obviously a couple of sneaky tankies when people were out, but like outside of those like they've been right up there the whole time for almost a decade so holy hell did they nail those sneaky tankiers the draft picks the trades absolutely oh. nailed them well yeah. i mean obviously we, there's still a little bit to, to go with some of these younger guys and, and how they develop sure. but at the same time like you you do take a heap of confidence out of everything that they've done in this last 10 years i mean even like to bring it back to wiggins right like this wiggins maybe doesn't look like this version of Wiggins if he's traded mm. to some other team or he stays definitely in Minnesota. Not. Yeah. Like that's yeah, definitely so. not. Yeah. No, no, it's a hundred percent. Cause he, yeah. he tried his best to like continue to be Andrew Wiggins throughout this, but they just were like, no, nah, we're going to yeah. make you good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you yeah. like it or not, you're going to you be are, good. You're going to be the 10 times more athletic Harrison Barnes. And that's yes. that. <laughs> yeah. 
I won't accept anything less. <laughs> and I mean, it also like with Wiggins as well, I think he's another, he's a perfect example of like, he's a guy that is super hyped coming out of college, number one pick. And then, you know, just doesn't necessarily live up to that very, very lofty expectation. And that's like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not every guy is going to do that. But at the same time, he could very well have like a 15 year NBA career and be a oh. really good player. Dude, and so, if, if, yeah, like, yeah. If, if, if he's picked fourth, yeah, and yeah. has this career where, and he wins a title, and all of a sudden he's like a key role player for the Warriors for the yeah, because because he he's, they're going to be able to re-sign him. They got the fucking Joe Laker billionaire money, <laughs> and bada bing bada boom, he's he's like your yeah the wheel the Harrison Barnes that uh, should have yeah. been yeah. God damn these guys. Well, you know we can keep gushing over the Warriors, but. Feel like it's time we switch east, Jake. Oh boy, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. There's still time. The series is currently swung to Miami's favor, two-one. We're mm. still in Boston. Mm. We can make it two-two. You know, you're meant to win your home games. Two-two. Yeah, I after know. Four games. That's all right. That's, that's you know, it's all equal. We're back to zero. But you got to close out this next game, and I feel like you will. Because Jason Tatum's going to come out big. The last time he played like a bad version of Andrew Wiggins, he in the Buck series, <laughs> he uh, he did drop forty points. So it would be a really great time to bounce back again. But yeah, man, this this playoffs, man, it's just a, the emotional swings. You feel like you've won the title, and that you've you the franchise has been ended in the spans of forty eight hours. It's just. It's the, the swings are, are so intense. Is um, it because there's somewhat of a feeling like Celtics could actually do it this year? Like the swings are more violent because it's possible? That's exactly right. Um, yeah, this is by far the, the, the most likely that they like the. Sorry, I'm frazzled. This is by far. <laughs> this is by far their best chance to win the title out of all of their conference finals appearances. Like it's not even close. Like yeah, 2018, they. They had no chance of beating the KD Warriors. They were never going to beat the Lakers and AD playing like that in the bubble. I hadn't let myself think like this until after game two against Miami. Because game one, you know, got no Marcus, no Al. You know, coming off game seven, traveling down to Miami, no rest. Makes, like, I, I thought they were going to lose game one even before those guys were out. Then they come out and spank Miami. And I'm like, this makes sense. The Celtics have the best defense. Miami's offense has been their issue all year. They're not going to be able to score. Celtics in five. All good. And then now I'm thinking, oh, my God. Celtic, Jason Tatum, 24 years old. This is the start of, like, the dynasty in the rafters. Marcus Smart, put, just just give him a statue right now. <laughs> like, the whole thing. He comes out up, up in game two, 24, oh, the injury, 12. Yeah, in game, um, game three, he twisted his ankle and came back. The swings, man. You go down 26 <laughs> points in game three. Jimmy Butler's out for the second half. Marcus Smart does his ankle. You're like, shit, that's maybe a fair trade. He comes out of the tunnel. You hear the murmurs on the broadcast. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, here he comes, Marcus Smart out of the tunnel. He's going to check in. And then he hits a three <laughs> straight away. The garden just explodes. And I'm just heart palpitations. I'm like, this can't, this can't be happening. And and then 
they just continue to turn the ball over and just give the ball to Oladipo, who had four steals in the in the second half or whatever it was. Um, they got it to one, and fucking ex Celtics player Max Struess hits a dagger three, and the comeback. Max Struess was an ex Celtic. Yeah, kind of. We had him for like <laughs> in in training camp, and we cut him for for Javante Green. Right. Um, and here he is, just full circle, dagger three to take the comeback out of our hands. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So talk me off the ledge. Um, got some more thoughts on game three, like fucking Eme starting Daniel Tice, but well, this, as I said, there's still time. Like, Jimmy just got injured in game three and he's expected to be back for game four, but he would have been back on one leg. I don't know if he's going to be 100%. And otherwise, like, you had a really hot game from Bam, but I don't know if Bam's going to be that hot again. It is, you just got to ulsa, relax, come into <laughs> it calm. Jason Tatum's going to pop off again. 100%. Like, it was embarrassing his last performance. He just disappeared. Like, really conference was. finals. He wants this big legacy. We all know it. He's got, you know, like the photos of him copying Kobe's photos and yada, yada. Like, game four, I'm kind of expecting a bit of a trouncing. Brady? I, I think you're, I mean, obviously you are invested in this more than either Josh or I, so there's more emotions at play for, for you. <laughs> just a little, just a couple. I, I, before the start of the third round, I said Boston in seven, and I still think Boston in seven. And I, I mean, the biggest thing for me is like they've had guys in and out of the lineup across the three games. And that's, that, that is, I take so much solace out of that. And like, even if that, remains the case for the the rest of this series it's it's obviously not ideal but i mean i still think boston are good enough with the other pieces that they've got as long as it's not you know catastrophic and multiple guys are going down yeah uh i i do think that that they're they're good enough it's just hopefully yeah you can't tatum can't string you know two or three more games like that he needs to be better but I think he will be. So I, I think there's enough talent there. I, I, and I, I agree with you. It's actually really simple stuff. Just don't turn the ball over. Don't don't be so fucking sloppy looking after the ball. Like, 24 might, turnovers. Yeah. And That's like my so many. This is this is Miami's bread and butter. This is this is literally half of their offense. It's just getting steals and, and getting out in transition and going down the other end. So if you can minimize that as much as possible, then I think Boston are fine. I, I, I am not. I, I'm not super worried for them, but at the same time, yeah, I, I, I can I can see that you are you are a little bit maybe. Mm. I mean, I'm in the same boat. Like, if it if it puts you <laughs> at any solace, Jake, it's that like I'm really not worried. I, the Heat are a good team, and you have to beat them. So if you turn the ball over and you do dumb shit, then you're not going to win. You're going to drop games, and it's going to go seven games, like Beatty's saying. But all they have to do is what they know how to do, what they've been doing for months on end, and they should be okay. Like, top to bottom, this is, a, in my opinion, a better team than what the Heat's playing with, even though the Heat have a good team. 
it's uh, it's such a compare and contrast to like Jake heavily invested Celtics fan for life versus me he doesn't really go for anyone <laughs> yeah. just never really too high or too low it's just like oh yeah it's fine whatever like oh, you got you got pretty invested in the LeBron championship years oh I yeah but it, I feel like it's different when it's a player as well like it's not quite like even like Luke like I like Dallas but I like Dallas because of Luca and it's it's not you know you don't have the same emotional investment as what you know jake is jake's probably yeah. writing every possession like <laughs> so i'm bad. like i'm scrolling on my phone for like the first three quarters and before i look up like it's like <laughs> yeah no it's it's bad it's really bad the um... what what are your thoughts where do you yeah, like look, do you sit in the same plane as us well no they, they like if i can try and be objective like i i would be surprised if they don't win game Four tomorrow, and then it's like, okay, well, fuck, yeah. best of two out of three. So yeah. let's go. Um, and step I'm not, one is I'm don't. Not, sorry, I'm not scared of Miami's home court at all. I'm sorry, but no, no, like, no, no, their home not. court sucks. Yeah, yeah. No. And the Celtics have won on the road all playoffs. Yeah, all, all playoffs. Yeah. Two, two in, two in Brooklyn, two in uh, Milwaukee, and already one in Miami. Right. So yeah. um, that that's that's not too much of a worry. Step one is don't fucking start Tice again, Eme. Like. Once I heard Rob was out and that email, and then email was going to start ties, I was like, "This is, this is, I, this could be bad." I, I thought it could be bad, and it was so much worse than I thought. Like, Bam went off, as he said, Josh, and it was like he had the opposite of PTSD. It, he was like, "Oh, it's the bubble." Tice is out in front of me. He <laughs> was just, he was just like, <laughs> yeah. "You're like, oh, this game was this game is sweet, bro." And he he, he yeah. did. He looked like baby LeBron. I'm yeah. like. Why why go away from the lineup that worked against the Bucks with Grant at the four and Horford and then the other guys? Like it yeah. just makes no sense. So like a guy that got zero minutes in game two, why is he starting when Rob goes out? Like it makes no sense. Eme must have had a harebrained scheme. Didn't work. He's the kind of guy that learns from his lessons. I don't I think you'll see so. I don't think you'll see Tice starting again yeah. tomorrow anyway. Yeah. So that's part of it. And then obviously we don't know what's happening with the injury stuff like Rob, Marcus. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty simple. Just don't turn the ball over, run your offense and like pass the ball and play defense. It's it's that straightforward. Um, it's just they've made it so hard on themselves. I'm getting such bubble flashbacks. Like, mm. They were favored to win that series too. They went down 2-1. It's like forty six turnovers and it's fifty five turnovers through three in this in this series, um, and it's like, yeah, that made sense. We had injured Kemba Walker, Shemi Ojale, and Brad Wanamaker. Like we're a better team now. We sh- like Tatum's three years older, or whatever. It's fine. I'm under control. I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> um, feeling better after after talking through it. Um, but yeah, like don't go down twenty six points in the first. 15 minutes. Exactly, exactly. Stay locked right. in from the first minute. Be careful with the ball, yeah. not careless. And mm. tomorrow should be okay. Yeah. yeah. It just worries me like if like Tatum is just not quite ready, similar to Luca in a way. But um, I feel like, not, not to just... go off on a tangent, but I feel like he is. He just had a really immature showing in the last game because the games where he's locked in, like the ones against yeah. Giannis last round, like, he's as good as anyone, you know. Like I know, but you just can't you can't have that. If he just even if the the three for fourteen is one thing, but the seven turnovers, turnovers. and like yeah. just 
kind of like being a negative. Yeah. It's like just have zero, just have two turnovers and shoot for three for sixteen, and you probably win the game. Um, so yeah, the problem is with not being ready. It's like oh yeah, the window's so big, but it's like thirty-six year old Al Horford's a pretty serious part of this team, and mm. his window's not. 10 years closing. Old. We just yeah. talked. We just we just talked through the the list of nobody names for centers for Dallas. So that's yeah, like man. yeah, that's it's a good point. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you hope that Rob kind of takes that importance as time goes on. But is this injury thing going to keep going? Who knows um, with him? So yeah, I th- but yeah, Beatty. I was we were on here last week, right? And I was like, this is going to suck. Yeah. It's going to yeah. go six or seven games and it's going to suck, but I think the Celtics should win. So maybe I just need to remember that. It is. It's going to be tough. Like, we know about the heat. We know how they fight and, you know, never give up and their heat culture and blah, 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 blah. And suppose like, a fucking gonna, Dumbledore. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's not going to be an easy series, but you have enough. It can be done. The one thing that, and we spoke about it a few weeks ago, Heat had an extra week of rest going into this series, and that has proven to be massive. That game one probably wouldn't have been such a outlier had each team had the same amount of rest. Are you, yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Assuming Celtics make it through or Heat make it through, either or, we just said it's likely to be a physical, grindy series. Does that spell magic for the Warriors out west oh. who are going to have? You know, and a week off and rest up and all that. Not if Beatty has anything to say with it. <laughs> yeah, unless, unless, unless Luca does his thing. Luca magic, baby. Luca magic, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, but you, 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 there is a week between the conference finals and the finals anyway. Right. Like, so then you do get that rest. But yeah, the Warriors are going to be, they, they can go to Cancun and come back. Like, they're good to, <laughs> they're good to go. So, yeah. I mean, the Celtics make it to the finals. They're going to be just ruined between the, <laughs> yeah. the Bucks <laughs> series and this up. series. Like, I, yeah, I guess. And, yeah, the, probably, and the Nets. You had to beat KD first. Yeah, but at least that was like a that was pretty soft. Like the Celtics were physical with the Nets. Retro, and retrospectively, what, but going into that, we were all like, ah, KD. Yeah, uh, and, you, were, you were very nervous. Yeah, I know. And and like, that that was always that's a four four row sweep. But every one of those games was close. Well, it would have been intense, you know, like the players yeah. have to turn up to that. Yeah, ready, totally. Because if you're not, yeah. then you're going to get punished. No, it's mentally mentally taxing. Man, it's just like, why do they have to wait till their back's against the wall? Can they just win two games in a row? It's like you go down 1-0 against the box, down down 2-1, down 3-2. Now you're down 2-1 again. Just win two games in a row like a fucking normal team. God damn it. would be nice. Maybe this is the time. Um but man, the Celtics are basically saving the playoffs, no? Like the oh, it's been awesome. Like the Bucks Celtics series was by far the best series. There's been a bunch of quick series. I was thinking, I was going through it today. Like this playoffs hasn't been awesome, right? You, Josh, you've been talking about the blowouts on well, chat. I I guess like there's just been a lot of series and games in those series where like you're expecting it to be a rock fight and for it to be really tough. And then one team ends up winning by 40 points or something crazy. Mm. And it's, yeah. I, 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 to be honest, this is the first playoffs in a while that like, there's so many, um, like even the Grizzlies, they were blowing teams out and they got blown out. And 
it's just a bit bizarre. I, I don't know if I want to open a whole another can of worms, but it's just <laughs> like I I think even it's a part of it is the fact that we play seven game series, even from round one, right, all the way through yeah. now. And it's sort of like I know we I harp on about it all the time about the regular season and too long and meaningless game. Oh. I'm not obviously these games are important. They're they're playoff games, but it's just like it's I mean, I I'm I, I'm gonna compare it to the NBL that we talked about at the top. Like they play best of three and then in the in the final they play best of five. And it's we saw in the final, like even though it was a sweep for Sydney, like every every game was super duper tight. Mm. And I, I think it's just that you don't have you have less margin for error because there's less opportunity. There's less you can't sort of go away with the attitude of, oh well, we've just you know, we've got we'll seven games. Game we've we've lost the first two on the road, that's fine, we'll come back home and win three and four at home like we should so it's it's the sense of urgency is just ramped up a little bit more i think specific to this playoffs i think maybe the east is just it's just more of a dogfight to get out of the east i think where in in the west i think that it's it's not that it's not tough obviously it's difficult but yeah we just have these weird results where yeah memphis can somehow do that and then all of a sudden you know Golden State still look fine and they don't even look like they've skipped a bit where, you know, everything is difficult for Boston or Miami. Miami hasn't been... Miami had a pretty chill run as well between Atlanta and And Philly. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. um, I also think there's an element of... And, like, yes, fatigue is obviously playing a massive issue because you can't back up and you can't bring that intensity every single time. Like, you physically can't. But... I think there is an element as well that in this new parody NBA landscape, there's so many teams that are good and they play so differently from one another. And it's just like, it's not like the NBA, NBA of old where like good teams did this and bad teams did this or, <laughs> you know, this, everyone's got the twin towers and there's a different slight variation of that. Like you're coming against the Warriors and then the Grizzlies and then like the Bucks and the heat and it's just all so wildly different like sometimes maybe you're just not prepared for the slight adjustment they make that throws your entire game plan out of whack i mean that is the beauty of playoff basketball though because you get multiple looks at the same team and you you do get a little bit of time to try and make those adjustments and make Mm. those changes so that's where i think it is so unique compared to the regular season but for sure i like i don't know like i've i've, I've enjoyed it i uh, obviously coming from the dallas perspective like it, i think <laughs> this, this has been the season for luca's arrival as like sure. a legit oh, like yeah. i'm a guy i'm like i'm a problem in the league like I, obviously he's been talked about since his rookie year but like this is really his first proper playoff run like he had oh, two yeah. first round exits against the clippers like this, this Both is very exciting, but Great, like yeah, nothing yeah. like this. Yeah, where this is like, oh wow, they're in a they they beat a sixty whatever win Phoenix team, and Smashed that was them. like that was yeah in a game seven they went on their on their floor. So I, I I've liked it from that aspect. I, I think Boston has been good since the start of the year, and I think as a as the Boston hater guy, like I <laughs> I, I struggle I, I struggle to hate this team. It's 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 the most I've liked or respected a Boston team. I think that they're they're really good. So it's wow. I, don't, I can't even hate <laughs> I can't I can't even hate watch them. It's it's sort of more just like I I've, I've enjoyed it. I, I, mm-hmm. I, like I do understand. Yeah, some of the games have been blowouts, but I, I do think that it's it's been it's been it, good. It's like they're single game blowouts. Yeah. but then weirdly that series might be really tight. I, mm. I I do think like there's a it's Your almost like especially, you, yeah yeah 
it's almost like NBA playoffs now, rather than being all skill based, is like a little bit of a game of chess at the same time. And if you get, you know, you make the right move, you prepare in the right way, or the wrong way, you start Tice, you're done before the game's even started. Yep. And like, it's, you know, and it, it, it's, it's cool. so, and this is where it's like, I, I think at this point with the four teams left, and obviously one series looks like it's almost over, but. I, I could have really accepted an argument for any of the four teams to win yeah. a championship. Yeah, and, yeah, and like, that, I, how many seasons in the past, uh, in the time we've been doing this podcast, can we say that? Like, I don't. Yeah, maybe, no. maybe not at all. Yeah. So it's I, I from that aspect, I think it's it's been super exciting. Definitely more so in the past couple of years, for sure. All and right. I, well, you've changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> you've changed my mind. But yeah, no. I mean, it's been exciting for me. I've been barely slept for two months hey, your boy your boy jt just needs to do a little bit better that's all that's all he's got to do he can't do that again just that's, cut just have like good. yeah because that's this is just cl- gonna give that's gonna give me some fuel if if he, yeah, if he does this a couple more times that's luca, luca, luca luca doesn't have that like you know his mentality he's never gonna have a night where he's three from 14 and turns the ball over seven times oh uh, he, uh, he, he, he can i i think he could do it. they do it differently yeah, they, differently. But, like he maybe he pushes it too much, you know, and it ends up doing his team a disservice. The difference but, being, yeah, Dallas would get blown out by thirty if he did that. Where Boston might still win or just yeah. eke out a loss. Like it's that's the. I think that's where Boston, the rest of their squad, is just super talented. So yeah, and yeah, and they're all obviously very different players. And like yeah, that's probably Luca's thing is, is that he needs to figure out the defense part, which Tatum has. Has yeah, you know. So when yeah. We need. We need. He he was pretty um, reflect um, thoughtful in his kind of reflection of the season, Luca, about learning a lot. And I'm only 23. I got a lot to get better at. Yada yada yada. And I mean, I think obviously the number one thing for him is getting in shape, like doing what Jokic did and coming back. Drinking beers before the games probably not the best idea. (laughs) Yeah. But you know that's part of the Luca magic at the same time. That's that is yeah. that is all of the Luca. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. It's like I don't really care, and I'll just give you forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> give me that whereas, shisha. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we, whereas Tatum's like got the same bedtime as four-year-old Deuce. He's like, yeah. he's like going to bed, working out. Um, so yeah, so that that that's where they're obviously different. But yeah, the defense part for Luca, and then just like Tatum. He's got to just fix his handle, a few things like that. Like they're twenty three and twenty four, which is kind of crazy to think about that both these guys in five years are going to be completely, you know, evolved versions of themselves, mm. um, which is exciting. But it was too bad we couldn't have the Magic Johnson Award go to Luca and the Larry Bird Award go to Tatum, which is still possible. But, uh, nah, it's going to go to Kevin Looney and Al Horford. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> I don't know if I like the the Josh C. Mateo NBA version of it. If that's, if that's who's getting the awards, oh my god! Oh man, it is that that is the Josh Josh kind of wet dream with Looney going off in these playoffs, it, isn't it? It would, mate. He, who is this guy? Like he's just the best. He's very limited, but the things he can do, no one can do it better than him. Playoff Loon, yeah, he's he's awesome. So good. Looney for Looney, like like he's vacuuming them it's just mr elastic you know everywhere 22 boards just didn't see that coming for a guy like that Um, he does it he's just does it i know they they just they don't unleash him like that they you know 10 minutes or something yeah no he's been one of their best players he's 
without him, they'd be in trouble. If you switched him and Dwight Powell, it's probably a different series. It's a very different series. Very yeah. different series. But that, I guess that, to close, is kind of my thought around all this echoing Beatty. I really still don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm starting to lean a bit to the Warriors just because of how crazy their performances have been. But I still really don't know who's going to win this title. Like, even if by miracle Dallas was the one that made it out, I have no idea how Dallas would match up properly with the Celtics or the Heat because they seem to be able to do it very differently depending on who they're talk- playing against. Like this stylistic m- matchup, like I'm kind of talking about. So. Yeah. It's it's super tough to call. I'm no closer on this than I was a week ago or a month ago. The Celtics could absolutely lock the shit up out of the Warriors and make them look dumb, or the Warriors could flamethrower everyone, and it was never a contest to begin with. I have no idea. It's a good question. The, the betting markets seem to think that it's Warriors, and that's it at this point, but um, we shall see. Yeah, I like the Celtics. I I, I think oh, the de- I think the de- I think the defense is there, man. And that, and it I, is a terrifying I've al- defense. I've always been more. O is gonna always be the the you know you you need the O and O can beat the D. But like I I just think that yeah. they've got the O as well. Like the they have the O when most, they're not big yeah, idiots. Yeah. 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 All righty. Well, Don't yeah, be idiots, that's... Celtics, please. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. On that note, though, it's kind of. All yeah. I've got to talk about today, unless you guys have any closing thoughts. No, I'm all good. I've got to try and get to sleep somehow tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a big day tomorrow. <laughs> I know, and I, I know. I'm not going to be able to watch until like later in the afternoon, too. It's gonna be... Is it torture? Yeah, it really is. Like, Knowing yes, that it's happened, but you don't know? Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't had that issue really at all this playoffs. This is like the first game where I'm not going to be able to watch pretty much live, at least not an hour or two. It's going to be like four hours later. Uh, Is that just uh, all notifications are off, not scrolling down anything? Just Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. 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 We'll, Do some work. We'll hear from you in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. Or not, or not, or not, or not at all. <laughs> Send a search party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All righty. Yeah. Well, on that note, that is it. You've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. <coughs> Bless My you. name, yeah, thank you. My <laughs> name is Josh Timoteo. Here, as always, with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. Until next week, peace.